0: Legereus Sneed snubbed as a Pro Bowler. Let's talk about it.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest
0: episode of Outside the Trenches. Welcome into Outside the Trenches, presented by our friends at Five Farms. I'm Rich Cream Liqueur. I'm Tucker Franklin, hanging out with the fellas. We got a full squad today on Outside the Trenches, we're back to full strength. Nick Leckie, uh, to your right hand side that you guys are looking at, uh, Big B, Brian Hanley, underneath me on the screen, you guys are just going to hear their voices on the audio side of it, so good thing I started off an audio podcast with a visual gag. Nick Lecky, how you doing, sir? I'm great. I'm great. I'm re- recharged, rejuvenated, ready for this cell. last boring week of football. Fantastic. It's great. Looks like it will be a boring week. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Oh. The show moves on. Oh, Sorry, Big B. Wait Nobody a minute. Cares. Nobody cares about the terrible towel. Wait a minute. I mean, oh, I have,
1: I've made Thank a bet. Look, the Steelers called me and they cool. said, look, we need your help. Can you wear Steelers stuff all week? And I'm wearing steel. I'm wearing a Steelers shirt every day this week because we we got to have it. We just we we got to have the game. So you know you do what 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 they're, you're asked to do
0: sometimes, even though you don't want to do it. I get it. Got to do your one eleventh. That's really yeah. how all successful teams are are built. You got to do your one eleventh. I get it, Big B. Glad you're back with us. Uh, we've been went a couple weeks, a little Christmas uh, hiatus as we went through the holidays. Glad that you're back. Every uh, How's everything on your end down there in the, in old, in the, in the Big D in Dallas? It is good. Um, we are, I mean, it was
1: good to to be gone. I hadn't seen my mom in a little bit, so went home to Louisville, got to see her, see the family. It was a good time. Um, back and uh, looking to have some fun. I
0: can't wait for the rest of this football season, man. Lots of exciting games, right? Like uh, especially this week, full chalk, full of exciting games. Uh, but but let's talk about I. I so I had created this show, the show link about, and I had and made it about week eighteen players not playing. Patrick Holmes not playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't know right now. if Travis Kelsey is going to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got a record on the line that he's trying to surpass, and we'll definitely talk about that stuff. And, and there's a lot of players around the National Football League not playing on week eighteen as seating is pretty much already locked up. There's only a few different seating situations that can change. But as I was, as I was, you know, preparing for the show, the Pro Bowl rosters came out. And we can have a conversation about just the Pro Bowl in general. They're trying new things. I appreciate what they're doing. But the biggest thing to me that came out, LeJerry Sneed, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, pretty good player, uh, not on the list for the AFC uh, cornerback room. When you look at uh, who the starters were just on the roster in general, the C was actually named an alternate, um, which not sure how that's going to work in flag football, but he was named an alternate Uh, other chiefs players that did make the roster for, uh, for the uh, pro bowl, Creed Humphrey, Chris Jones, Travis, Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Tooney. The chiefs are sending five players to the pro bowl. Uh, Big B, I want to get your reaction to uh, not only just, I think the, the Niners led the way with the most players and the most starters, uh, but your reaction to Chiefs having five guys against the Pro Bowl and LaJarrious Seed not being one of them.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's tacky. Uh, look, they put in Jalen Ramsey. The guy played nine games. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't I don't see how you can make the Pro Bowl after making nine games. Now, I'm not saying he's not one of the top four or five corners in the league. Um, some people still have him in top two or three. Okay. But he played nine games. That, that You can't qualify for the Pro Bowl when you play half the season. Otherwise, what are we doing? So it's just it's, – it's that kind of stuff. You know, I don't think we take it away from the fans per se because I think the fans are a huge part of why the NFL is the NFL. At the same time – you got to put some more parameters in there. Like, you shouldn't be able to vote for a guy if he doesn't play a certain number of games. They shouldn't be able to even be on the ballot. Even if the fans vote him in, the players can't vote him in. Or it, it just, it's something that's got to give when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to knock on Jalen Ramsey. I'm just just telling the truth. I think the Pro Bowl's always been a joke. I think the Pro Bowl's sure.
2: always been, a, it's always been a lag of, you know, where you were the past couple years, and that's how you get in, which... By the way, did TJ Watt make it in? No. Mm-mm. Which that's another one, right? That's another one, like, like, what's the deal? Exactly. <laughs> so, so to me, I've always thought I've always thought it should be where where like as an offensive lineman, as a player, you know, you got to vote and we'd all vote as, as a team on like on a Wednesday, we'd all get together uh, uh before meeting or whatever and say, hey, we we'd ask like the wide receivers, hey, who are the good DBs? um you know and we'd ask them. you know hey who's good and i feel like it should be if you're an o lineman you vote for the best d lineman that you've seen you yeah know, vice versa you should always vote for who you have to play against because i never knew who the safeties were or who the cor- corners were so i always thought it was foolish um so i think everyone could vote on quarterbacks to see you know what they were but i feel like the the vote should be stripped from the fans because you look at the, the, the Niners had. So many people at every position making just because they're the the winningest winningest team, right? So uh, it's always the winningest team puts out the most Pro Bowl Pro Bowl guys, and it's
0: just yeah, it's silly. Chiefs didn't have a leading vote at their position. Uh, Travis Gossi was second among tight ends when it comes to uh, just the uh, the fan voting. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is actually the starting quarterback for the AFC squad in the Pro Bowl. If that tells you anything. Uh, which there was a really cool video released on the, the Tua helmet cam from HBO. I don't know if you guys saw that, uh, just of like what a quarterback sees. That was really cool. Uh, but Tua, Lamar, and Mahomes are the quarterbacks, the running backs, Raheem Mostert, James Cook, Derrick Henry, Alec Ingold made it as a uh, fullback. Tyree Kill, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, and Jamar Chase are the wide receivers for the AFC. Uh, Travis Kelsey is the starting tight end for the uh, AFC with David Njoku as the uh, the number two. For tackles, Laramie Tunsell, Deion Dawkins, and Teron Armstead made it. For guards, Quentin Nelson, Joe B- Batonio, and uh, Joe Tooney made that as well. Not a starter, but he did make it. Creed Humphrey is the starting center with Tyler Linderbaum as the backup. That's the offense. For the defense, uh, Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, and Trey Henderson are your three defensive ends. Your interior defensive lineman, Chris Jones, is a starter. He was uh, denoted as one. Quentin Williams from the New York Jets and Justin Ed Bakudi. I don't think I said that right, but I tried to say it fast enough so you guys wouldn't notice. Uh, from the Ravens, and uh, it does say that TJ Watt did make it as an outside linebacker. Yeah, um, as he just a, wasn't
1: uh one of the edge targetters. Yeah,
0: yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so he made made it as an outside linebacker. Khalil Mack made it as an outside linebacker as well with Josh Allen from the Jaguars. Um, inside linebackers and middle linebackers, they had Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Both Ravens guys. Uh, and cornerbacks for the AFC, Pat Sertan the Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, and Denzel Ward. Free safeties, Justin Simmons and Aminka Fitzpatrick. Uh, strong safety, Kyle Hamilton for the Baltimore Ravens. I wanna re- I want to circle back to the uh, the cornerback room here. Pat Sertan, Sauce Gardner, uh Jalen Ramsey and Denzel Ward. Do you think Lajaris Dean didn't make it because he doesn't have a cool nickname like Sauce or uh PS2? <laughs> He doesn't have. That's the 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 fan vote. That's the fan vote. That's the fan
2: vote for you, to me, in my opinion. Who's winning, and who's got a cool name, and who was
0: good last year, or the year before? I mean, because like, I don't, I don't want. Obviously, I'm a Chiefs fan, right? Like, this is a Chiefs network. People could see this and be like, oh, of of course, the Chiefs fan on this podcast is upset that Le'Jerius Sneed didn't make didn't make the uh, make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but I feel like I've got, got some pretty good arguments to like, why LeJarius Needs should be in, in the Pro Bowl. He's got the most coverage snaps this year without allowing a touchdown, 570. 570 snaps in coverage, has not allowed a touchdown. I think that's incredible. If you look at just the pass rating allowed from the cornerback position, he's number he's third, third, minimum 60 targets. He's been targeted a ton and is still not allowing guys uh, to have successful pass rating against him. It's 54.7. Coming into week 18 is his passer rating against, which is an insane number uh, from him. And even last week on Jamar Chase, the dude has locked guys up. Like he has locked up number one wide receivers consistently. Uh, this is from next gen stats. Legere seed aligned from Jamar Chase on 21 of his 34 routes, allowing two receptions for 27 yards on three targets. Chase gained fewer receiving yards than expected, minus six, for the first time in his five career games versus the Chiefs. LeJerry Seed is locking guys down, consistently number one wide receivers, and Drew will brought this up in a tweet that he made. After the Pro Bowl rosters were announced, LeJerry Seed not making the Pro Bowl is an absolute joke. You can't possibly watch the tape and tell me this man is not a top four corner in the AFC. Just ask Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, and the rest of the Pro Bowl wide receivers. Look, I tend to agree with Drew Tranquil. He's got a pretty good list of guys that he shut down, and he has been very successful against this year. Um, I'm kind of surprised that he wasn't uh, a, a top four corner in the in the AFC. Maybe that has to do with fan voting, right? Maybe that does have to do with You would think the players and coaches having two thirds of the vote would kind of write that wrong, but man, that that's a tough pill to swallow for me.
1: Yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. Um, like I said. What are they basing it on? I mean, at some point, there's got to be some sort of set criteria. I mean, like you mentioned, the guy shut down the Pro Bowl receivers. He did that. Yeah. And if you're doing that, tell me again how you can't be considered one of the top four cornerbacks in your conference. I just don't get it. He, he I mean, everybody thinks that Patrick Sertan was better than him. If you go by the numbers, he was not. Uh, Snead was better than him this year. Sauce Gardner, he was better than him this year. Jalen Ramsey didn't play half the football games. Denzel Ward is the one guy that I will say, I don't know if Sneed was better or if Ward was better, but they both should have been on it. The other guys, let them fight it out. But, you know, it's it's, it's like Nick said, it's a lot of reputation,
0: and it's, it's silly. Cosign. There it is. We need. To, uh, let's start the uh, the. We need a cool nickname for the You now. you always have your need for Sneed. That was one that started pretty early on. Uh, but he almost needs to get a cool nickname to go by. I guess is what you need to do if you're a cornerback is get a cool nickname to get people to vote for you. Um, when it when it comes down to these things. But any other snubs that you guys saw the on the uh, on the list? I think I saw Anton Winfield. Uh, somebody <laughs> brought him up yeah. about him not making it there. Um. Anything else that come that comes to to mind, Big B? No, I mean I'm looking at the list here. I, I
2: mean, not is Brock already bad. getting in a snub.
0: Isn't <laughs> <it>, no.
1: <laughs> no. The one thing that I thought is is tr- not troubling, but but just weird. us the starter. Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP. Yeah. To me, that's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Um. But you know, it is what it is uh but I, yeah i didn't really see a whole lot of snubs on here uh especially yeah i mean the, the offensive line i don't know um yeah no i i, I didn't see anything yeah nothing that, that just stands out and screams oh this is a miscarriage of justice no i didn't see any
2: yeah, I'm I'm going there. As long as Panay, Sewell and Trent Williams over on the other side of the NFC got it, um, yeah, I think honestly this is the first
0: time I've seen the NFC. Or wait, are we doing that next? No, oh, yeah, I'll Skip run through. Ahead. I'll run through the NFC real quick. Yeah, um, I, we spend a lot of time focusing on the AFC on this podcast because like it's more fun, and uh, you know, we have rooting interest in the AFC. But looking at the NFC, Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback with Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford. Uh, lighting that up. Uh, Running backs, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, and Kyron Williams. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk getting the fullback nod. Wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, and Puka Nakua getting the nod. there. tight ends, George Kittle and Sam Laporta. Tackles, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, and Pene Sewell. I think that's a good selection. Tackles right there. Guards, Zach 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 Martin. Wow. I almost had a stroke right there. Chris Lindstrom and Landon Dickerson. Jason Kelsey is your starting center with Frank Ragnow as the backup center from the Detroit Lions. On defense, Nick Bosa and Montez Sweat are your two starting defensive ends with Aiden Hutchinson. Interior lineman Aaron Donald and Dexter Lawrence, those are your two starters with Javon Hardgrave. Outside linebacker Mark- Micah Parsons, Den- Daniil Hunter, and Hassan Redick. Middle linebackers Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner. I mean, you could just copy and paste that from the last seven years, and you'd be set. Uh, cornerback DeRon Bland for the Cowboys, Tarvarius Ward for the Niners, Jalen Johnson from the Bears, Devon Witherspoon from the Seahawks, Jesse Bates is your free safety, and Buddha Baker and Julian Love are your strong safeties. We didn't, we didn't mention the specialties. It's That's okay. Right. We can go. Uh, <laughs> no, we Nick, don't. We won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Nick, anything on there that sticks out to you? No, not really. Um, I
2: think uh Daniil Hunter, uh, I'm super glad he's able to recover from um his issues from last year. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, you know, I think they're solid outside linebackers. Very underrated, very underrated uh Daniil Hunter. Uh Benny's a fantastic player. And um, you know, me and Micah Parsons. It's it's you know, they him and Mika battled uh last week and that was cool to watch Detroit, Dallas. It was really cool. Really cool to see that kind of matchup. You know, you don't see those many nineties heavyweight. Uh, boxing matchups too often, and it was a fun one to
1: watch in-game-within-the-game you know, type stuff. Anything for you, Big Bean? No, the only, like I said, the the one cool thing that I thought, and then this is over on the AFC side, is Marvin Mims. He is from Lone Star High School, which is about 30 seconds from my house uh, here in Frisco, so I yep. thought that was cool. But the only snub that I thought, like I said, Julian Love over Winfield, I just thought, Neh. I mean, the 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 Seahawks secondary wasn't good, you know, and, and he was part of that secondary, yeah. so and I know Witherspoon was too, and Witherspoon is good, but I, I I just don't see how he was over Winfield, but it is what it is.
2: He made that uh, interception versus the Eagles. That's why,
1: loved yeah. it, and yeah, i that must it yeah, and everybody watched it. it. Yep, everybody saw it, and there it is. That's why. And that's
2: why your fan vote gets rejected. You go from 33.3% to
0: 5% of the vote. <laughs> works. I was looking at the wide receivers. I saw some, of, some people want to monitor St. Brown in there. Had A good year, yeah. but like he's not going to be over CD lamb or AJ no. Brown or Mike Evans and, and Puka the year that he's having. I mean, I don't know if anyone would have saw Puka. It, I don't know. I mean, there, there's some good town evaluators out there that saw what they, what Puka is doing, but like, Man, I don't know if, if a lot of people could have projected this type of year uh, for Puga in L.A. And I think it did help that he had a lot of like a lion's share of the snaps starting out with the uh, Cooper Cup being hurt. Um, that probably helped him get going. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I see a on or over those four wide. Maybe Even- Mike Evans. He's got more yards than Mike Evans. Um, but that's about it. Mike Evans is wildly consistent. Yes, he is. Like he's just like the dude's going to get 20, a thousand yards. He's like the Curtis Martin of the
1: wide receiver position. Oh just man, every yeah. year, every yeah, I
2: year. I, I that was always confused how he always made Pro Bowls. Just always just Curtis Martin. Yeah,
1: he just constantly the, Jets, the guy right? at 12 1500 yards. Guy ends up he ends his career. He's like fourth on the rushing list when he yeah. retired. It's incredible. It was incredible.
2: That and Gore were the ones that surprised mm. me. Like, oh man, they mm. had that many yards. What? Well, Gore played
1: for fifty years. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, because he had a skull. <laughs> he had a skull. He had an iron skull. That dude. That dude was tough <laughs> as nails, man. For nearly play, nearly played with his son. I mean, his son's a this right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's almost. And at running back too. That that's a yeah. wild position to be
2: at too. To do that too. I think you know what's funny to me is you look at the snubs. That never is a snub is wide receiver. I think wide receiver is one of the easiest things to sort of see. Because obviously, if they get the ball, they don't get the ball, and they catch it or they don't catch it. So I think that's the one that's always like, wow, you really don't have any complaints with the wide receiver. No. Whereas the opposite is that their brethren on the other side always gets stuff. and like, we just talked about the name of the show.
0: They're exactly right. So the Chiefs did have five alternates. I'm not sure how this is. I, I assume if it's just like people who opt out of the Pro Bowl. Or, like, obviously the teams that go to the Super Bowl, their players don't participate. And if somebody just declines a free vacation, that they're, they get to go and have a free vacation is basically uh, how this is going to work. LeJerry Seed was one of those alternates with uh, Trey Smith, as Pacheco, Willie Gay, and Nick Bolton. Um, I wonder how they determine those alternates. There's just like, yeah, we feel bad, so we'll put them on the alternate list type of deal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, golly. The, I don't know. It, the Pro Bowl, I think... And we can have, let's have this conversation about the Pro Bowl um, because they're trying to do things, right? Like they're trying to fix the Pro Bowl. They're trying to make people want to watch it. They're trying to make people, players want to be there. Uh, They're going to have a flag football game. It's going to be on ESPN, ABC, Disney. They're putting it on all of it. So the kids, kids will enjoy it too. Uh, But they're going to have the skills games as well. Uh, which I thought was really cool in the old days when they did it out in Hawaii. I can remember the videos of like Peyton Manning doing like throwing competitions and stuff like that. That's fun. Uh, I like to watch that stuff. I like to watch it for the NBA weekend, right when they do the uh, the skills competitions and everything. I think that's really fun. Um, but yeah, I, they're trying different things down there. It's a flag football game, uh, so we'll see how that works. They're moving it to Orlando this year instead of Vegas because Vegas has a Super Bowl. Um, I think they messed up moving it from Hawaii, truthfully. That's my ideas. That's my opinion. hundred percent. Such a pretty environment to see, and it's tropical, and it's
2: it's February, and with the, the Super Bowl being so much later these years, you want to see that. Like you want to have a mini vacation. So I want to look at view of Hawaii. I want to see do stuff. And they should add a damn wing wing eating contest to the Pro Bowl. That would be fun. You know, that would be really fun. You know, I love the I love the video of Larry Allen repping out 225, 55 times. You can't do that because players, you know, don't want to risk injury, but there's some stuff he could do where can't play a position in the flag football or have like a true seven on seven. I think that's that'd be I'm fun. Thinking.
1: But guys, it would fun. get hurt. You know, big linemen out there trying to play wide out, they would absolutely get hurt. They would get hurt. Or, or maybe
0: they'd crush it after they learn how to report and they could be eligible. <laughs> Let's talk about that. But for let's take a break first, and then we'll get into kind of some of the bigger storylines. Heading into Week 18 and some that came out of Week 17 going into Week 18.
3: Let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes!
0: Appreciate everybody hanging out with us on Outside the Church. Is presented by our friends at Five Farms Irish Cream Liqueur. Hey, if you're watching this on Facebook, appreciate you. Make sure to like and subscribe. We just hit that twenty thousand subscriber mark, so huge uh, for us here at Casey Sports Network as we take on another playoff run for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, as Nick Lynch mentioned, as he kind of alluded to it, professional tease on his part. Truthfully, uh, there was some controversy coming out of a, uh, a Saturday football game that was actually Monday Night Football. Very weird. Uh, Very weird situation. College football wanted to have Monday, which was New Year's Day, all to themselves for the college football semifinal. So the NFL said, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll move our game to Saturday. You guys can have Monday. It'll be a special Saturday broadcast of Monday Night Football. So that's what they did. Some great Monday games in the college football sphere of things. Some good stuff. Uh, but also a really good Saturday game with the Lions and the Cowboys, uh, Nick. And when we were talking about like what we wanted to talk about on the show, you said I got got to talk about this. Got to talk about the two point uh, to two point play uh, heard around the world because look, the Lions tried to do something a little bit different. They tried to get sneaky with it. They tried to uh, s- skim by the rule. I, I mean, look, they're not cheating, right? Like it's not cheating, but. They tried to bend the rules a little bit, and if you're not trying to bend the rules or you're really trying type of situation, and it was a really well-executed play. I thought the play was a really cool play, uh, but they missed out on one vital hardening. Well, why don't you break it down for us? So as an offensive lineman, you are you have an ineligible number.
2: So if you want to be able to touch the ball with all the rest of the children, you have to tell the White Hat, hey, I'm reporting, and you have to look at the ref, make eye contact, and you got to swipe your jersey like like, hey, I'm clean. So you, you, you put your, your hands uh like above your head where uh Ricky Bobby didn't know where to put put his hands <laughs> and you gotta swipe down as if you're wiping the wing juice off your jersey to say, Hey, look, I can take the wing juice off my hands, double hands, you know, here's my numbers, I'm eligible. And you gotta make sure it's your job to do that with the white hat to check in and then he'll let the defense know you're eligible, and they were trying to get away with it. They were trying to be sneaky with it because you don't really announce yourself, give away the play. Because what they do is they go, "Okay, Big B's eligible, or Nick is eligible now," and then they'll look for you, right. or or, or they might not because you say the number. So, as a starting left tackle, you know he probably does not play the wing on on PAT extra point or PAT field goal, so he's not used to it. So I was a guy; I was a backup in New Orleans, and every every time I was PAT or field goal. I had to go. Hey, reporting, reporting. Make sure you check in uh, in case the odd chance that there was a a muffed a muffed uh, snap. Then the guy who's never throwing the ball in his life since high school uh, will probably not throw you the ball because he's getting murdered back there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, and then it was like Suel was in the way. But I like how the NFL came out. I was like, you know what? This is how you do it, like you do earlier, and this is how you don't do it.
1: So, yeah, but yeah, it's up yeah, to yeah. the player. They they basically tried to send three guys over there to try to trick the Cowboys and yeah. what was going on and they ended up screwing themselves. Yeah, exactly. I just knew what happened.
2: Exactly. And here's the bummer part now that the 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 to win the game, to go for the win uh to to an offense lineman, I was I was like so excited. I was like, yeah, they they, they leaned on a big man yes. to get to when you need the the game winning points,
0: go to the big man. Also, uh, Dan Campbell just being like, "Yeah, I'm still going for the win after the penalty was yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of insane, but I kind of love yeah. it at the same time." It's just like, "Wow, what are you doing?" Uh, but like, if it works, everyone's like, "He's a genius. He's the yeah. he's a, he's so smart." That's just the way it works with everything like that. But no, I did think that was really interesting, and, and I had actually kind of thought about like, why haven't teams tried that sooner? Like, why haven't teams tried to throw three guys over there? I, the ref is going to announce what number it is anyway right so like the ref is going to be like okay 68 is eligible 68 eligible on this play you hear it if you're at the game you hear them announce it over the loudspeakers they got to tell the defense but i always wonder nick why why do i have to tell the defense how come the defense can't just tell that he's eligible you know like it should is that do you think that's the defense job to be able to be like okay yeah we see like this guy's uncovered at the end of the line of scrimmage so he should be eligible yeah, it, it should be a
2: read. I, it's a bizarre rule. It's like an archaic rule, but it's also one where if you had that, then like every play, they would they would be trying to go out for a route, and it would just be ultra confusing to a defense if you got like both tackles going out for routes and you don't know who to cover. and So yeah, it, it would be very confusing, and you'd be a way to sort of cheat, I guess, until you fix that rule. So that's
1: why they made you report. Yeah, I they, mean, it's, it's weird, you know, the whole rule in itself. But I get it, especially the way wide receivers line up these days. I don't know that you could actually tell if a guy's on the line of scrimmage or not. I mean, as close as they get, it's like, well, is the guy on? And are you supposed to ask the ref? What's going on here? So, just yeah. I mean, at some point, there's got to be some sort of, I don't know, um, order. Yeah, competitive order. You know that that's a great word, Nick. Competitive order to to all of this.
0: I do. I did like the NFL's response. I watched the video that they put out and everything uh, of like, okay, like this is how you do it earlier in the game. I think seventy for them came in and he re- reported the same way. Hand up, he said, "Hey, <laughs> look, I'm I'm eligible." And he came in in the two point conversion the same way. So like, yes. to obviously show that like he was reporting. But I do think that some. I think this is kind of a this is a, a hot word some accountability needs to be held for the official though if he's not saying anything and he's got two dudes in front of him trying he's got one guy in front of him trying to actively check in uh outside of the dude who's running towards him i don't know maybe maybe there's just a little bit of understatement that needs to be added there but maybe you just can't do that and i think that that's what the nfl came out and said don't do that anymore it's basically what they came out and said just don't do it. Just stick to the way we've always done it until there's a new way to do it. And then we'll always do it that way. That's how the NFL uh will run and will always run and that sort of things. But uh man, man, that, was a, that was a great game though. It was I think is phenomenal, it was a game. spectacular game. The
1: thing about it is is that to be honest with you, the play should have never even happened. If the referees hadn't messed up a tripping call, right, you know, two minutes before that. I'm like, I don't even see how that's possible. And they called a, a penalty on the Cowboys, which I literally, you guys know me, I Cowboys lose every game. But they call a tripping penalty on the Cowboys when clearly it was a tripping penalty on Detroit. If that penalty goes the right way, the Cowboys run the clock out and the game's over. So yeah. it, it's just, oh man, it was just horrible. Horrible. That thing. is gating.
2: And then the, the, the press, well, and then I think too, there's also confusion when you're doing a two-point it changes things because usually it's like, okay, they're going to go for one, whatever. Then it's two point. Then it's kind of confusion because then you go from, you know, you're, you were aligned under the goalpost and now you got to go back out to the side. And then, you know, yep. you're getting ready for this. And you're counting 11 in the huddle. Uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts. It's like grand central station players in and out. So you're trying to do the number count, trying to get whatever. Um, yeah, so it, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. And, um, also McCarthy for throwing it on second down yeah. earlier. To? evening. like Curry. I mean w- after that press conference he, it felt like McCarthy lost like it was legitimately
1: McCarthy's like I lost that one like I got bailed Jeez. out I I got b- bailed out by that play well, hey, call just the the clock management that that guy has had for years is just why? horrible why I mean, did you ever get better at that
2: <laughs> it seems so silly like what do you do you don't have a guy who can count to forty times really? three <laughs> I mean simple. Simple stuff. I, people. Yeah. Just hand the ball off. You know, you don't just gotta win it. Off. Yeah. <laughs> like what they say, the best military victories, you're not, it's not this head to head whatever. No, it's retreat, slash, and burn. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, let let the weather take care of the rest. I do think, especially like the NFL level, why not just like hire an analyst whose only job is clock management to be in your ear and be like, okay, here's what's gonna happen. We have the football, there's a minute and a half left. This is what we need to do to get down to this right here. To end the game with the ball in our hands, keep the clock running. They've got three timeouts. We got to do that. You know, I'm sure they do have a guy like that. Not necessarily specifically designed for that. But, I mean, to have a guy whose sole job is, like, clock management. Uh, Andy Reid used to be really bad at clock management. We don't talk about that a whole lot anymore. I feel like he's gotten a little bit better about that as time has gone on. But, man, that is one thing that was, uh, was really big. That, that game... That game swung some momentum for the Cowboys. There, as they win that game on Saturday, Eagles lose on Sunday to the Cardinals, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Cowboys are the two seed. Like it w- this, this has kind of been a, a wild year in both division, both conferences, of just like, like it look crap this week. Yeah, it's it's going to happen this week where, when the Bills beat the beat the Dolphins, they're going to end up being the two seed. Sorry, sorry, big me. <laughs> the wrong result for you but 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 see it's going to be that big of a swing like someone's gonna go from man. a two seed to a six seed uh, which is yeah. kind of a wild thing for that to, uh, for that to happen but it's been like that all year just with the with the parody across the league and we've talked about that several times on this podcast
1: yeah I think it's it's crazy I mean the parody
0: I, we all love the parody
1: I think it's great yeah I just think the I mean usually when you see teams collapse it's They've gotten injured or, yeah. or, you know, the the coaching so – something has happened within the team to where the team's not the same as what they were before, and they've collapsed. That didn't happen with the Eagles. The Eagles have just completely fallen apart. But their defense just all of a sudden can't tackle, can't stop anything. Their offense, they cannot run the football. They just yeah. – they literally can't run the football anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is banged up, but they should still be able to hand the ball off to a Pro Bowl running back. I might add, uh, and they have two. No, take that back. Three, all are Pro Bowl offensive linemen on their football team, and yet they still can't run the football. I think a lot of that has to do. Offensive coordinator is way out of his league. His first year on the job. I think he's just completely lost whatever he had, and it, it's just amazing the collapse of the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I don't, like you said, Nick, usually it's somebody gets hurt or a bunch of guys get hurt. That hasn't happened, man. Body blows.
2: I yeah. think it's a lot of body blows from that five-game stretch. And yep. they escaped it, but they, they might have won the battles, but they lost the war. Yeah. I and mean, when you lose to Arizona at home during a Call of Duty patch, like, come on. He's not even playing him, is he? Is Kyler even playing I don't even know. I think it was
1: someone else. (laughs) No, he's out there. Kyler's out there. He was making some plays. (laughs) running around. In between, you know, he had the Call of Duty on the sideline,
0: though. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Arcane King Kyler. Uh, (laughs) No, I I was kind of shocked by that result. I I didn't watch that game. I can't remember what else was going on at that time. I didn't. Heck, there was a lot going on. Nobody even paid attention to that game, Yeah. And everybody thought it was just, and they, they, well, they, they were, were up. up, they were up, yeah, they were up, they were up. Like twenty-one, 21 6 yeah. That's right. It was I was tiny because I, I, can remember like looking back at him being like, "Oh, they lost," and and I was just like, "How come I didn't? How come like, that wasn't on my radar?" That makes a whole lot of sense. Because I, well, I just did not even like think about paying attention to that game, and no. they ended up dropping it. And looking at the playoff picture right now. Uh, six teams have clinched in the NFC. There are two playoff spots available. That's not, not six of them, I guess, so there's two left. Um, yeah, so that would be five. I'm great at math, guys, don't worry. Um, the Buccaneers and the Packers are in the hunt currently right now on the bubble, Seahawks, Saints, Vikings, and somehow the Falcons are still alive, and it, it is physically possible for them to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't think it's a great shot, but they are actually alive. If they win this week against the Saints, they have a 36% chance uh, to make the playoffs. Actually insane. Saints when they got a 51% chance. Um, and the Buccaneers, when they're good, they've got a 99% chance. They're really close uh, to to clenching that up, too. And same thing with the Packers. So it seems like the NFC field is somewhat set. Uh, when it comes down to it but looking at the uh, the afc there's still three playoff spots available with the uh jaguars bills and colts if the season ended right now that would they would be in the jaguars the bills and the colts but uh as we be mentioned earlier the steelers in the hunt there if a win, if they win if they beat the baltimore ravens which are the ravens playing people are the and playing absolutely nobody everybody sitting that is that is huge uh, that is huge because if they win, <laughs> they have a 63% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, interesting to note too, Texans right now would not make the playoffs, but if they do beat the Indianapolis Colts, and almost, they have a greater than 99% chance is what next gen stats is saying right here. If they are to beat the Indiana they'll win the division. If they beat the Colts, they win the division. That division stinks.
1: You know that's the thing is that the Texans own the tiebreaker over both of them, so over the Colts and the Jags. So if the Texans win because they play the Colts, right. they'll win the division. So the Steelers, we got we got a shot. We got we just have a shot, and that's all you can ask. That's
2: that's all you wild. can ask. Now just listen, you, I, I like a doomsday scenario, so I'm rooting for. Atlanta to beat New Orleans and Carolina to beat Tampa to still get the number one number one draft pick. <laughs> Ooh, they've got number one locked up. So this yeah, they, they got, got it locked up, and locked it's going up. to the Bears.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, they yeah, trade the for Bears Matt Rule. That they pay. trade for Matt Rule or something. They, <laughs> they traded for, for they traded up. Remember, they traded up last year for the one to get Bryce Young. Uh, so the Bears got the pick, but if the
0: that? Bears, you know, they're going to screw it up. They'll find a way. Yeah, I, th- I listen. I, one of my best friends is a Bears fan, and I, like I you, you keep him private. You keep him private, like he's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a Bears fan. Um, it's Taylor Swift. Got to hide his identity because, um, <laughs> the thing about it is too is I feel like no matter if they pick at number one overall, if they pick Drake May, or if they pick Caleb Williams. Whoever they don't pick is gonna be a stud. Like that's just how it's gonna go. Like, <laughs> right. Like if they pass, like, I really like Drake May. I think Drake May can be a really good quarterback in the NFL. It looks like he could be a very good instructor quarterback. Everything like that. I think that he could he could be a pretty good NFL quarterback. But you know, if they draft Drake May over Caleb Williams, he's going. Caleb Williams is going to be just insane. And then kind of on the flip side too, I think. Caleb Williams you will watch the plays that he makes. He's an insane playmaker. He can make those out-of-structure plays like, like Mahomes can. I know that a lot of comparisons early on were about Mahomes. I don't see that necessarily in his game. He's really good out of structure, everything of that. He can make things happen with his arm, with his legs, stuff like that. Drake think- eh? May? Drake May from North Carolina. I, I know, I, I dude. When has
2: there ever been a good North Carolina quarterback? except they there with USC. I, I don't. I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm the,
0: banning. I am banning. I'm banning draft talk right now for your now. helmet <laughs> scouting. You're helmet scouting because of Mitch Trubisky. That's what you're doing. Uh, because if the Bears draft another North Carolina quarterback and it doesn't go well, they are going to riot in that city. They are not going to want North Carolina. But I'm saying if they draft Caleb Williams, Drake May is going to go off somewhere. Like he's going to go and and be, <laughs> that's that's just how it's going to go. A good like, one. And I I'd think I can agree with that. I'd feel bad for it because they're going to have like two top, like what, top eight picks or something like that, uh, depending on where the bears end up. Um, and they're going to, maybe they, maybe they just avoid it altogether and just give Marvin Harrison. Jr. That's what they should do. They should honestly, just keep Fields. honestly, keep
1: fields, draft Harrison. You got to draft Harrison first though. Yes. Because if you, you wait, because the Cardinals are going to be right there and they are going to take them. So they got to draft Harrison first, then get a tackle. Then spend all that cap money, rebuild the defense. The Bears have an opportunity to be really good. They're not that far away, but it's the Bears. They're going to screw it up. They're just going to do it. They're going to screw it Wait, up. The Bears are so
2: bad that we're still getting that Matt Nagy Bears. He still got some Bears stench on him. That's why he's yeah. stifling. He's stifling this offense with this Soldier Field nonsense. Gosh.
1: So I, I don't. I mean, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. That, that mean. The bear. Cause he went there and they were okay at first. And then he just started soaking in the bears. Soaking in the bears. And they got worse and worse. And then they let him go and he's like, Okay, thank you. Thank you. Just let me out of here. Just get me out of here.
0: People forget he drug Mitch Trubisky to the playoffs. Yes, he did. First Mitch year. Drug Mitch Trubisky to an MVP. A Nickelodeon valuable player. is what that is. Uh, I mean, Didn't did he have like? What do you have like? Stupid stats. His stats were like like a 50
2: quarterback rating.
0: What they happened was all the adults too. They did. They did. What happened was during the Nickelodeon game was all the adults were watching because it was the first Nickelodeon game and they'd be like, "How fun!" I it would I be I if loved went it. and voted for Mitch Trubisky, the losing quarterback in this game, <laughs> to win that award. <laughs> They stuffed
1: the ballot boxes, man, and then the uh Brutal.
0: You know, <laughs> Brutal. we yeah, said but, and,
1: I've had to deal is, with Mr. Trubisky basically the last oh, three, so two, or three weeks. He's been our quarterback before Rudolph came in. Yeah. I, I I don't even see how the guy's in the league anymore. I it just I, I just have no clue. No clue.
2: Yeah, I don't, right. I don't I don't see it. I just don't see it. I really don't. It just it's it's terrible. Like if you're the Bears, you're like, hey, we really want to draft Drake May let's and then when you go up to, to the draft thing like give them the other one yes
1: yeah that's the they should go against what the you know when you're better in a slump and you go yep. oh, against yeah. yourself that's go against yourself do. we know we're gonna screw it up we're gonna have this name written down no matter what <laughs> and just don't trust instincts. You know, don't, don't trust, trust the things that's right I, i'm them. with you nick <laughs> i am with i'm thinking up i are a foot down brother they're so bad and they're just a
2: it's so bad like you're so, like, so bad like like they're losing games you know six to seven and it's like oh it's like this yeah i I, just, I don't get it to be honest that's, you got a yeah. great defense you got a great home field advantage and even fudge even in 06 you know we played them in uh monday night with the cardinals and um they they beat us without scoring offensive touchdown that was you off we thought they were right yeah i mean that's that's the bears for you right even freaking dicka they had uh, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Didn't
0: even get a touchdown in the, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. How do you not give the ball to that guy? It's just unbelievable. Also, that franchise has never had a 5,000-yard passer. Yeah, no. No. They, they haven't yeah, had, had good know. quarterbacks ever. They, Have they had
1: a 1,000-yard yeah. passer? I, I'd be curious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when Jay Cutler is like the best quarterback. He was that really good for them. He was really good. <laughs> I mean, he was
0: really G- good for them. Christmas. That's awesome, and Nick. Nick in the chat, uh, producer Nick says, put some respect on Rex Grossman's name. It's true. I mean, Rex Grossman. may we might have to dip back into that bowl. <laughs> Bears fans are out here saying we just need, we just need the next Rex Grossman. That's all we need. Hey, <laughs> hey, next Rex Grossman. I'm
2: not, I'm not full. I'm not even messing around with you guys. But they need to trade their first round draft pick for Mister Elite himself, Mister Mister uh, New Year's himself. Joe Flacco, because Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco will turn your Great Lake City around, man. No, it Starts won't. But the sea, no, it won't.
1: <laughs> don't be you a don't, hater. No, Joe Flacco. Don't be a, don't hater. Be a hater. I, I know you say that six games a year. That's
2: it, He's bro. Good bring for about bring him in six games a year. Bring him and in late it. December. Bring him in late December. I was gonna say, yeah, you bring him in late December, you'll be just fine. He's like Cinderella. He's like the pumpkin turns uh, after se- game seven turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, after he gets paid, right? He turned like a gremlin. He's like a gremlin, right? What's the category of a gremlin, right? Uh, more than six games or given the bag. He got that
1: bag and he he immediately turned awful. <laughs> immediately. Listen, I'm good. He's Turn. trying to, Scott Frost, he's
2: trying to get on that Scott Frost fire me. I get more if I get fired today. What do
1: I got to do? I wonder what Scott Frost is up to right now. You talk about a backroom deal. They could have waited a month to fire him, it would cost them like eight million dollars less. Something stupid. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. I'd be trying to get fired too. I've been
2: doing that math, yeah. and like my agent called me, like, "Hey, buddy, hey, you got to get fired. You you got to get fired." Because I, all right, hold hold my beer while I get another beer. Basically, it's
0: uh it's the uh, the quote that Coach Joe had when LSU was like, "Hey, yeah. we're gonna have to let you go." We are gonna we are gonna honor your buyout there. We're gonna give you, I think it was like what eight million dollars at the time yeah. he said what dollar and what time? Yeah, out. yeah. I is <laughs> I will I will abide by that if you're gonna that, give me eight million dollars. That, that would be me. I would be
2: tan. I'd be so tan <laughs> and I'd be picking fights because I'd be drunk all the time. Hey, Just
1: so Joe out. went the I mean he went the whole round, he got divorced. He divorced his wife. like, <laughs> <laughs> This guy is completely
0: gone off the reservation. He did. He did. I wonder what he's doing. A lot of these coaches, too, with like the buyouts is like the part of the buyout is like they can't take another job for X amount of years or like anywhere else for them to continue to get their buyout. Like they got it. It's like they're saying like you have to stay at home for us to give you this money. <laughs>
1: just insane. It is insane because otherwise the other school has to dip in and pay that school, whatever it is. Yeah. You have to, whatever the contract is. But at some point though, you get to an age and you're just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I- I've done it for 30 years. I am like Jimbo Fisher. If Jimbo oh, Fisher comes oh, back man. and coaches anywhere, he's I one of the cancel. most insane people on the planet. He really does love football if he comes back. Golly. I mean,
2: that, I, I, you wouldn't see me. You wouldn't see me. No. No. I I mean, off the planet. I wouldn't even have a cell phone. Like, you never <laughs> send a carrot pigeon to come <laughs> holler at me. Seriously. Like, you just, I'm in my bunker. Yeah. Scrooge,
1: Scrooge McDuck in it in my pool made of gold doubloons. Oh, Jimbo. 70 <laughs> uh, or $78 million to just go away. Just stay
0: away. Please don't impact our football team ever again give us uh, all your Aggie gear so cool. I'm trying to figure out if Coach O's I don't think Coach
1: O's doing anything he's just, not he's not doing oh. last time I saw him on the Twitter he was on some beach yes but me too. he just picked up a cell phone and he's on some beach with some woman out there that had like <laughs> dental floss on trying to this guy is boy. living his life
0: it's probably true love it's probably true oh. love yeah <laughs> of course uh oh my gosh. I just Googled Scott Frost to see what he was doing. And then the first thing I see is a YouTube video that says Scott Frost says I was OC. And I mean, I tell you what, talk about a spicy add to that really to that rivalry there. Uh, but that would be an awful hire. Yeah. You know, uh, they didn't score a point in two games. They sure didn't. Like I think the last 116 minutes of Brian Ferentz's like offensive coordinator career was zero points or something like that. That's that's awful that's bad it might have been 160. I might be dyslexic on that one it might have been 161 instead of 116. I'll have to go back and find that tweet but it's like he did not score any points for any like game. not even like not even a field goal correct no they
1: got a field goal at the end of the Nebraska game right so it was that's from the last game they won but they didn't they scored a touchdown like the first two drives and then not another one <laughs> the the rest of the year <laughs> the rest of the year <laughs>
2: could you imagine like only <laughs> only kicking the ball off once in a game for like two games? <laughs> like your kickoff oh. team is like, I don't know what to do. What do we what is this? Oh, how do we do this? What do we how how do we line how do we line up? I
0: forgot. It's been it's been a while. Like I don't I, we, I don't know this multiple times. Yeah. He, what a way for Brian Furns to go out, by the way. Like he's he's leaving like he's not their offensive coordinator anymore. I don't think Kirk really agreed with the university basically stepping in and being like, "Hey, you've got to fire your son. Like you, you gotta, I you think... gotta get him out of here." And I don't think he really agreed with it. But they also fired him and said, "You can continue to coach for the rest of the year," which is a wild move. That's a wild
1: <laughs> move. <laughs> it's so, not
0: only that they put it in your contract that you have to score
1: twenty five points a game, and it. by week four, they're like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you're mathematically eliminated, <laughs> right?"
2: Put a big E. Put a big E next to you. Eliminate it. Like I was not
0: Patriots. That's all right. That is saying Scarlet letter, man. Scarlet letter. We divulged down the college path there for a little bit. Uh, my it's bad, my <laughs> bad. No, no, no. It's Nick's fault for bringing up the Bears, and then I started talking about Caleb Williams and Drake May, and then we started talking about how bad the Bears are, and then somehow that led to bad offenses. Um, but anyway. Let's get to uh, my blind nil. Let's start up a uh, blind nil. You guys, uh, kind of defeats the purpose of blind nil because you guys know what I'm going to talk about, right? We're, we've got to do the committee. We're going to take us back to Grapevine. <clears throat> got to be in the Gaylord Hotel. It, uh, Big B, you weren't here for the last committee meeting. I was not. Oh, we Florida stayed. We Florida stayed like crazy. We Florida stayed like crazy. Uh, these were our rankings from last week. Okay. At number six, the Browns came in at number six. Uh, For us, dropped the Chiefs off. Browns came in at number six. Lions stayed at number five. Uh, Lions at number five. The Eagles are at number four. They dropped a spot from the week before to uh, go to number four. Niners fell two spots to number three. Dolphins up two spots to number two. And the Ravens became our top dog in our uh, playoff scenario here. If you guys don't know, if you guys are like, what are these guys talking about? And if you stayed through the for last <laughs> 10 minutes of this podcast, we appreciate it. Uh, but if you got to this point, I came up with this a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago at this point, where we're ranking the NFL teams like the College Football Playoff Committee would rank the College Football Playoff Committee. So we are basically putting ourselves in the shoes of the College Football Playoff Committee ranking teams what we're, we're doing one to six just to have so you have the two odd men out because that's how they like to do it um and that was our rankings i just went through them from last week that's what nick and i came up with um and it, this divulged into who are we going to florida state basically like who is the deserving team that we're going to leave out um and the lions have been at number five since we've started this big b an observation that uh, nick and i made uh Seems kind of crazy. We have we did cut out the Cowboys very early. Maybe they're back. Who knows? We'll have to decide. Uh, but let's start. Let's open up the conversation uh, with the number one seed. Do we have a consensus yes. on the number one seed being the uh, the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Say 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 Big B. Who who is the number one team? <laughs> 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 it's-
1: He's going to have spotty internet here yeah, for I don't, sure. I,
0: don't, I, don't <laughs> hear. I can't hear you. I, don't, I, I didn't hear anything. I, didn't think out. I don't think he could hear you. Uh, that's that's weird. Um, okay, we'll keep the Ravens at number one. I think that's probably the right choice. Yeah. Ravens, don't move at number one. Last week, we had number two, the Dolphins. The dolphins but, remember, but remember, we put them
2: up there with the asterisk, right? Because they're going to play Baltimore. and We knew yes. they are who we thought they were.
0: We knew. We knew. Going into it that we would get uh something in the the realm of what happened. Uh, because Baltimore looked really good in that game. Like they looked like a really good football team. The Dolphins did not quite look look their best. Um so number hey, two. We Florida stated
2: the Dolphins and the Dolphins Florida stated themselves versus Georgia. So just what Miami did versus Baltimore. You know, they laid an A, got got trounced, and might have Florida stated themselves
0: all the way out. That's, I get Georgia. it. That's true. I get it. I'm right. I'm writing in some other. So uh, number two, Niners, forty nine. Yeah, Niners. Yeah. You just pure,
2: Rock Purdy's all pro, <laughs> Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl quarterback. I, I love. I love how um, how he goes. He goes. I, he was telling people, I don't have enough money. I, I don't have. I don't have the to get the o lineman gifts.
1: And someone on Twitter is like, "My guy, you make $780,000? <laughs> I mean, nobody yeah. said you had to buy twelve thousand dollar gifts, but know. you can figure <laughs> something out. You could do something, right? Jeez. his <laughs> wife made cookies. Is that what happened, or <laughs> am I thinking somebody else? I, I don't you know. Would sh- I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Would Where's take
2: he?
0: you up and throw you in a cold tub you do that who straight do we, up. <laughs> who did? Who did the Chiefs play on Christmas? Oh, no, it's Aiden O'Connell's wife who made them cookies. Is is what? what uh now he i mean again he can yeah. still figure something out because that guy
1: i mean he's making some he was a fourth round pick so yeah. he can figure yeah. something out
0: you don't got to give him role lectures right like yeah. about, right now no. no no we're not talking golf cards we're not talking the Mahomes no. golf card type of thing. oh you can buy him like some putters or driver right something thousand dollar <laughs> gift card somewhere something a, a dinner not cookies Um, uh, okay sorry um the Niners are up to number 2. The number yep. 3 and the number 4. Uh, we had Eagles at number 4. Look, that loss to the Cardinals is a bad loss. That is a bad loss on the record. They are 11 and 5 currently. Uh the Eagles are same record as the Lions and the Cowboys and uh the Dolphins and the Browns. Ooh, the Browns. That could be a sneaky 4 team. Or you know it. You already know it. Nick loves the Browns. I don't know if you know this, Big B. Uh, You were gone the last two weeks. He, is, he loves the Browns. I've been on the, ever since but when they first got uh, Joe Flat. I'm like,
2: that. that's the missing link. Remember? Because this defense, that roster is amazing. The defensive roster is amazing. The O-line, you got all pros. You got a yeah. badass running back. You have Njoku. Right? Just give Mr. Elite a solid, big body tight end that No one wants to tackle in the open field, dude. Put him at number three, for Christ's sake. Let's do it. What do you think? Is that debatable? (laughs) (laughs) Debate it. You're on the clock. Why? You like Dallas? You like Dallas better than them? I do. Why? I like like the Cowboys better. They should have lost at home to Miami. Your boy uh, McCarthy was given a press conference like they just lost. Okay, but they didn't lose. True. But they're (laughs) still the same, right? (laughs) But they're still the same record. Okay. Fair. Cowboys so, three. Right, they're right for Florida State. Um. Mm.
0: I feel like Nick's biases are getting in the way of the Cowboys. They
1: are getting in the way. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's yeah. not about. What are you talking about? Who would you rather not face? Who would you rather face? Uh, uh Dallas. Well, it depends or on where they're playing. If exactly. the Cowboys on the road. Then I'll take the Cowboys all day long. Cowboys okay. at home. I don't necessarily want to play them at home. They got a
2: good good home field advantage for sure. They do. Okay, all right. So Dallas
0: at three. Yep. And can we agree sure. if Browns are four, Browns at four? Yeah, I like the Browns at four. If we're gonna put the Lions at five again. That <laughs> makes me upset,
1: but I I feel like we got to keep the yeah. Just what you said, Tucker. We got to keep the Lions at five. We got to keep that going.
2: How, how how are we gonna Florida State Philly? We really we're gonna Florida State Philly, aren't we?
1: They're they lost They've lost four of five. They're out.
0: Can't do that. In the, not, no. Can't do that in our scenario. You can't. They, they have, can't, they have they a great. Well.
2: You're right. You're right. Let's forget about what they did September, October. Let's just throw that out the window. Let's just forget they had the craziest five game stretch ever. Well, they Survived. haven't recovered. You
1: said it yourself. They haven't recovered. That's true. That's true. It's and, over. by the way, aren't we the committee? We the are. And he doesn't care. I'll, they don't care what you do. No, it's just, it's a December. The last game of the year. <laughs> they don't care. You know, you can win all your games. We don't care. You're not good enough.
2: I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we don't, I don't think, we don't think you have what it takes. And so that's what I'm saying with Dallas. Yeah. I don't think they have what it takes to win. That's why I'm, that's why Dallas is like poop
0: on to me. It's like, I don't think they have what it takes. Um, last question here. We're looking at the number 16. Yeah. Um, Dolphins or Eagles? Eagles. I told you, do-
2: Dolphins going to get Florida State. Man, you can't get trounced by you the number right. one team. You can't get
1: yeah. trounced by the number one team. Forty-five points. So that's true. Give me an yeah.
0: Eagles. Yeah. Reluctantly, yeah. the Eagles. The Eagles are going to fall.
2: Who's nuts? Is Detroit? Is Detroit out? No, Detroit's,
0: Detroit's five. five. Detroit's still a five. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank God. We have to keep some sort of consistency in our rankings. Oh. <laughs> Detroit is the, the ultimate neutral. They're the five. Well, we we need Dan Campbell energy in in the mixture. Oh, yeah, we Dan. do. With week 19 coming up, yeah. and you and you leave the the Lions at five, perfect striking distance for for Dan like Campbell. Motivation. Motivation. Yep. Oh, he's listening, by the way. Oh yeah, he's, he's absolutely he's paying attention. He's putting
1: this on in the team meeting. He is getting them fired. Uh, big fan of the pod, Dan Campbell.
2: Uh, such a great, he was such a great blocking tight end too. He could really do pass pro. I mean, he was amazing to me. I played with him in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, he got hurt, but I, he was a great. Had long hair yeah, he back got, in the day. Um, great, great pass blocking tight end for the Lions and
1: right. the Giants. I just remember him being so mad at the game on Saturday. He had. Like, dip juice flying out of his mouth, screaming at the ref. I was like, I love it. I love this guy. Was, I mean, I'd seen him before. I just, you know, biting off kneecaps as his opening press conference. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, getting yeah, better than yeah. that. But, you know, he's spitting, literally spitting at the ref, just dip flying everywhere. I loved it. Yep. Loved every second of it.
0: Yeah. I We need that. I attest. I mean, I, I agree. Uh, looking at our rankings here. Uh, at number six, we got the Eagles down two spots from last week. Number five, the Lions stay in put at number five for the, how many weeks have we done this? Fifth consecutive week. Uh, we the, know where we are. the Browns are up two spots to number four. And, the Cowboys are at number and, three. Coming from not ranked from the previous week. They are at a number three. Uh, the Niners up one spot to number two in the Ravens are still the top dog in our uh, fictional NFL playoff committee rankings. So there's Stop. my blind And I feel like hit. it's the
1: exact same way. Remember, they, they brought teams from 7 and 8 all the way to 3 and 4. And only one team lost. I take that back. Two teams lost. You go from one to out. I like it. I like I like the way our heads are put together, man. Mm-hmm. We're doing love- a really good job actually, like the playoff committee. I'll tell you what. We're doing <laughs> a great good job We it. even Florida
2: State and Miami, so we kept it within the state even too. I mean it's pretty pretty consistently
1: who we Florida State. Literally we're not watching the pot. State of Florida. Florida. State <laughs> we of Florida is not
0: watching the pot. That's not our demographic. It's not our demographic. Get them out of here. Uh <laughs> all right. Uh Big B, why don't you give us uh
1: your blind milk? Mine's pretty simple. Is do you make a New Year's resolution or do you just make New Year's goals? I I, I don't do
2: any of that. I um I think I you know honestly I think my new I, it's cliche to me. It like, is. to me. To me, I, I have been reading a lot of good books, like uh "The Obstacle Is the Way" by Ryan Holiday and Essentialism, and. They've really spoken to me, so I've tried to tried to eliminate processes, things in my life, and it's just really, really cool. Nice. Uh, those two books have really impacted me, so it's really going to help me
0: out, I think, going forward, too. Just for to you, man. Good deal. Thank you. I don't really make any resolutions. I, it, a part of the reason is I don't think about it um, until, like, it's three weeks after the new year. I'm like, oh, I was supposed to do that then, um, but has never really been something I've ever done, truthfully. Um right. Or really goals, truthfully. Um, I just kind of grind set, baby. Get get (laughs) after it. That's my guy. I got the grind set. (laughs) It's a grind season. One day at a time. We're doing my 111th one day at a time. I'm a coach's dream over here. I got you. (laughs) Yeah, me and the missus, we
1: don't do New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. I mean, because you break it two weeks later. We just just make goals. We just we set a goal for ourselves, and we try to hold each other accountable. Whatever it is, Uh, we even get friends involved uh, to hold you know try to hold everybody accountable. Depending on what the goal is, a lot of it is is circled around like, hey, let's go here on a vacation uh, or stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, you know, hey, we're going on vacation. Where are we going to go? Let's have it decided by this time or whatever the case may be. So it's that kind of stuff. But we definitely make goals. But New Year's resolutions, people don't stick to it. It's like going to the gym. You go to the gym January 1st, there's like a trillion people in there. You go on the 17th, there's six people in there. So
0: That's when you start your resolutions, actually on the 17th, when everyone's gone. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. 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 I
2: like that. All right. Well, mine is uh, fairly simple because I was surprised. But what were your thoughts, Michigan, Alabama?
1: I was rooting for Michigan to win. I didn't think they would, though. Same. Uh, I thought Alabama would beat them, but I was I was rooting because I, I think Harbaugh's leaving, and I think that whole BS about him cheating was a whole bunch of nothing. And so I'm rooting for him to go out on top and ride off into the NFL. He's leaving? Yeah, he's going to leave. He, Why he's not an NFL coach? He's a he was an NFL coach. I mean, he made it to, not, he went
2: he to the Super Bowl. He is Super Bowl. He listen, bro. Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, and one of the greatest defenses of all time. I don't think so. No, but he was. You a don't coach. get credit. So was Barry Switzer when the Cowboys won it. <laughs> That's different. That's totally different.
1: And it that changed, different? They
2: didn't change quarterbacks in the middle of the season. They had to. He had a concussion, and the guy played well. You know. Okay. All right. right, I mean that—that that was he did not need it. it wasn't like a Tua Jalen Hurt situation where he made a, 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 an audible. No, he was forced into it, and Colin balled out, and Alex Smith was like, "Man, you're dead man walking." Right,
1: whatever. Peace out. Great hey. decision, by I, yeah. I he's like. going back, though. I'm telling you, really. Yeah, he, he's going to get back and coach the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Mm. That's where I would go if I was him. That would suck. <laughs> People keep talking about commanders. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. You were not I leaving Michigan
0: for first. DC. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Why would you I stand? that? It makes no sense.
2: Hey, you know who the greatest coach of all time is to me, in my opinion, is Nick Saban. Um, no, you're silly. That's too easy. Gary Patterson. You know why Gary Patterson, at TCU, Gary Patterson recruited me in like 99 for Christ's sakes. And he was still there last year. Right. He was at TCU in Fort Worth, which is a beautiful city. Um, and he – for, like, 22 years, 23 years? That's big brain Brad stuff right there. I don't think he's the best, though. Oh, yeah, he's not. But he's, like, <laughs> business hall of fame for, like, business. as a okay. coach. You know, Big as a coach, you want stability. Better. Right. And what, oh, what no, no. What sure. is that? Then you, you're you at one spot for 23 years.
1: And then they ran him out of there. Man, get out. They I, did. That was a very unceremonious <laughs> throw. Yeah, ran him out of there. But if you
2: live <laughs> yeah. long enough, to <laughs> yourself become the villain, right? Yes,
0: I think I think people like him now at TCU. But I'll oh, give him, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a tough end. um and man, they were snubbed. What was that, 2014? Was that the first year of the playoffs that they were absolutely snubbed when it came to the Yeah, they playoffs. could win 23 to 6 after they'd won 55 to 3. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a call at the TCU, not the FSU. Not, not honestly, TCU. Like, I think TCU has more of a right to be upset than Florida State My does. God,
1: you're um, number 3 the whole time and 55 to 3. Not was good that good the, enough. Was that
2: the one where Bob Bowlesby did, didn't crown, they did co Big 12 champions?
1: Yes, because Baylor. they didn't have a Big Twelve title game. Yeah, so and then Nitty the, the yeah. came back and held it against them and said, "Yeah, well, because you didn't have a Big Twelve title game. You know, you you're not really a champion." They they literally moved the goalposts
2: before yes. they even did it. Oh
1: yeah. So they, but they, Ohio yeah. State, in who happened to not win the Big Twelve or no or the Big Ten, I think they did, but they had had a loss. Yeah. So we'll move yeah. them in because they're better than you, even though they were like at six at the time. Yeah. So and, we're like, yeah. and TCU beat Baylor in a the head-to-head.
2: They're like, no, we're not going to count that. That's We're going to do something different. We have different yeah. formula. And it's Banner hard. was like six
0: or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that's that, that. was the reason that the Big Twelve was like, okay, we need to add the championship game back. Correct, right. and yeah. they had it yeah. in the
1: very next year.
0: Yeah, and, then it them over, and then it screwed them over, right? I yes, The like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they yes.
1: kept getting beat in it, and they yeah. did qualify.
0: Story <laughs> of the Big Twelve, man, just screwing uh, themselves over. That's part of the story. Of the story of this. I just can't. They trip over their own style, own feet. Uh, but what I was gonna say about Alabama. Uh, see, Big V, I I always thought that Michigan was gonna win that game. That's the vibe I got always really? as I was watching it. That Michigan was gonna win. I always had that vibe. Right. But there's something interesting about like Alabama. Is like this team this year is like this isn't Nick Saban's most talented Alabama team, absolutely theme. not. But like what he was able to do with this team, I think was maybe one of his. <laughs> stop it! I I legitimately think it was maybe one of his most impressive impressive coaching feats. Uh, with what he able was able to do with this team, and I know like we we can point to the committee and everything like that for getting them into the playoff, but like a team that we pretty much all year were like this isn't the same old Bama, like this isn't the same old Bama, still in the college football playoff with the overtime, were a really bad play call on fourth down away from making the title game again.
2: again. Uh, why? Why are you running right at him? Right? Like why?
1: The quarterback drawn fourth down, fourth and well, six. It was, it was supposed to be a quarterback power, but the bad snap and the quarterback panicked. Because if he panic. follows the guard, if you see the the, the all-22 version of it, if he literally follows the guard, the, the linebacker on the play side had run up the field. He overruns the play. He's he walking. walks into the end zone if he just follows him. He absolutely panicked. He absolutely he panicked. panicked. Yep. Absolutely. Panicked. And just A little re- tackle But now yeah. the whole thing is, most of the time, now, Nick, you can, and both of you, you guys can attest to this. Quarterback bad snap panicked. The first thought isn't, I'm running right up in the middle. I don't run out, <laughs> right at him, go back to where the ball
2: came from. Yeah. Right, what do you That's, do when you panic, man?
0: Less than ideal. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. Less so, you know, I I think I saw that the, the right tackle has entered the transfer portal uh, and he got to so dom- center. That dominated that whole game. Uh, yeah. So they had some guys enter the transfer portal after that game. It's so how it works. But uh, I like the I like the matchup of Washington and uh, Michigan in the national championship. I think that'll be a good game. I really love to watch Washington. It's every time I watch Washington, I'm like I f- like, I forget how much I love to watch that offense work. The Defense is a different story, but their offense is like one of those. I'm just like I love this team so much, and I love every single guy that they got on the field. Michael Penix is incredible. Uh, Roma Dunze, Jalen Polk, like McMillan, like. Dylan Johnson, like they got so many dudes that I just like love to watch them play football. I, it, it reminds me a little bit of TCU last year of like just the, their offense was one of those I just like, wow, I love to watch every single guy play football on this offense. Um, it was yeah. 98, K State. No. Because Penix can
2: launch that ball. Yeah. Well, Mike Bishop, he can throw, he could throw some pretty rainbows,
1: you know, some yeah. pretty, yeah, good left left guard blocking. Yeah right. Yeah That's right. would have got basically no ball off if he didn't have
2: basically. such a good left guard. And they're purple, but um <laughs> it's gonna ruin. It's gonna ruin a streak that um I'm always like. You know Miami. You know my. You know why Miami sucks now? It's because they went to Adidas. You know why Michigan's back? Oh yeah. It's because they got rid of Adidas. They got rid of Adidas. That's right. And, you know. A, you know so, um, yeah. So. That's that's the real that's the real that's the under underlying factor here the real
0: power struggle. like you. So you Adidas out. never had a champion in the college football playoff area. All yeah. no. cool. right, uh, this could be the first Adidas champion, um, and they do like the fractal. I watched a TikTok about this. Uh, the fractal <laughs> swooshes. I don't know if you've seen what they do. Like for like the teams that make the college football playoff and who have ever made the college football playoff do fractal swooshes that are like diamond. Uh, they lo- they're, they're oh, supposed wow. to look like diamond and they do it for every team that's ever made the college football playoff. They do it in the NBA too. Rules are different for the NBA and like how they kind of do these fractal things. Adidas does not have anything like that yet because they haven't gotten this far yet. Uh, but like, I think it's a really cool thing that Nike does like, oh, you've been to the college football playoff. You can use this like fractal swoosh on. It's so cool. It's it's yeah, a fractal yeah. Jordan for uh, Michigan, obviously. But right. they just take they just take Nike football stuff and put the Jordan logo on it, which I think is Wildly interesting. Um, they get they the good Jordans. Work.
2: They get the good Jordans. You see the gift bag, the Michigan gift bag. They, get they got the a Louis guy. bag. A Louis. They got a Louis bag, and they got some brand new Jordans. Sort of what Shorty used to do for us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I mean, you had to steal s- shorts from Shorty. <laughs> you had to literally go steal them. Unbelievable. He's kidding today.
0: Louis getting, bag. getting louis bags and, and jordans. jordans and Jordans Paris of jordans unreal well oh, well i think that's gonna do it for this week's episode we went a little bit longer I... been a while since we all got together so that's why we went a little bit longer appreciate everybody that's right sticking to the end of the podcast got some good games this week uh make sure to keep a look, an eye out on big b's Steelers. uh chiefs will be playing at 325 against the chargers in la Predictable time slot. Too bad it can't be a Newton Central game. They don't really do those on the West Coast. Uh, (laughs) But I wish that it would have been a Newton game. Regardless, the Chiefs will play the Chargers. Patrick Mahomes not playing. Travis Kelsey, um, hopefully he plays to get his 16 yards and his streak will continue. But that's going to do it for Outside the Trenches. Let us know how you enjoyed the show. We really do appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us, watching live at the time, or listening after the fact nick lucky and big b brian hanley i'm tucker franklin we'll talk to y'all next week